I do that every time. I always talk over the blog talk radio lady. Hey, you guys, it's Crystal from Curvy Girl Laundry here out in San Jose. Today's Independence Day. I hope you're enjoying your your day uh, celebrating our our country's birthday. I know it's a controversial year, so I know a lot of people aren't feeling that great about Fourth of July this year. I kind of get that. So, um, yeah, anyway, I am happy to have a day off where I can spend some time talking with you guys. I'm hopeful you guys have seen the amazing Natalie who has been all over the media for the last four days or five days since her flight from Texas to Los Angeles where she was fat shamed by a gentleman who decided to text a bunch of nasty things to his friend um, while they were flying together next to each other. And, uh, yeah, so rude. He said some really nasty things, and anyway, she decided to confront him and record the whole thing afterwards. And really proud of her for for taking a stand. I'm really proud of her for, you know, um, being very thoughtful in her response to him and being very, uh, she just had her wits about her and she came across as someone who is very calm, cool, and collected even under these kinds of circumstances. She's obviously very passionate about the cause to end fat phobia. And so that, for that reason, I thank her. I've been wanting to write a blog about the tips that I use for when I fly. Obviously, I'm fat. I'm visibly fat. Like Natalie, there's no denying I'm fat. There's no questioning, is she fat? Isn't she fat? Is, you know, is, am I going to get a pass? Is, am I, am I going to be okay? Is, is anybody going to make give me ugly looks? Yes, they do. Um, and, by the way, I'm one of those people that kind of shrugs off a lot of side eye and a lot of uh, those looks that you get from people because I really don't give a fuck what people think. Um, but so I still notice them, but I, I don't, they don't bother me. But I can definitely tell you um, when you're at the airport, um, you definitely feel people glaring at you. And that just goes with the territory of living in a fat body. Um, so anyway, it happens. You know, there's lots of people who are not excited to have to possibly sit by you. And so, um, anyway, I want to make sure you guys knew about the customer size policy that Southwest Airlines created. And then I want to share with you, all of you, some of my tips for flying while fat um, that helped me to get through it. Because honestly, listen, it's a nightmare for everybody to fly nowadays. And honestly, I think since 9-11, it's become a big nightmare because there's so much security and all that stuff. And it's not to say I don't have great respect for all those people that work at TSA. And I understand their jobs are really difficult, but it is just, it's, it's not like it used to be, you know, it's just not a, a special occasion anymore. Nobody dresses up to go and fly on the airplane anymore, or very few people do. And unless you can fly private, it's just not fun. You, there's a lot of waiting, a lot of standing around, a lot of really impatient people. So, you know, we all got to do the best we can do. It looks like we might have a caller, and I'm just going to see if I can bring that person in, and we can see if we can have them um, join the call. Looks like someone who's local who's calling in tonight. Hi there, this is Crystal from Curvy Girl. Who's this? Hi, Crystal, it's Dana. Hey, Dana, how are you? Can Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you great. I'm good, I'm good. So did you have some tips you wanted to share with people about flying while fat? Yeah, my number one tip is don't be afraid to take up the space that you take up. Oh, good tip, yeah. Don't try to sit there and... Like, strangle your arms, get all uncomfortable the whole two-hour flight or whatever. Try to just – you get to take up as much space as anybody else gets to take up. 
Exactly, exactly. If you're in that middle seat, use those armrests, whether they, they put their arms on it or not. I put my arm on top of theirs. They'll move them pretty quick. <laughs> I love it. Good, good job, Dana. <laughs> so, Dana, tell everybody, um, how, how, well, how well do you fit in the airplane seat, and what size are you? So I'm a size somewhere between 20, 22, but I'm also very hippie. So for me, the problem is even when I was a size 16 and 18, I'm, and I'm short. I'm only 4 foot 11. So I, uh, I always have difficulty fitting in the seats width-wise because that's where most of my weight is carried on my, on my thighs. So, right. you know, okay. I'm always going to be on the edge of fitting. And it just, it is what it is. So I prefer to have more wide room, quite need the two seats. But when I get on a flight that's not full, I sit on the aisle and I take up space and I usually end up with no one in the middle seat. Yeah, I like to do that. I kind of spread out a little bit. <laughs> um, yep. Have you I ever had anybody? Yeah, exactly. Have you ever had anybody be rude to you on an airplane? Not so much rude. Um, I had someone lie and say there was someone sitting in a seat when there wasn't so oh. that I wouldn't sit there. Wow. <laughs> it was pretty, well, it was already mid-flight. There was, it was a long story, but basically I, I had to have another seat and they lied so that I wouldn't sit there. Wow. It's like but a, a that's, that's probably the worst one. Yeah, it was pretty awful. I ended up sitting in a better seat anyway, but still. Yeah, it's so rude. It is. And you know, I'm trying really hard. What's that? We're all in this together. Nobody likes to fly. Right. Exactly. So I'm saying it's difficult for everybody to fly nowadays, and yeah, but there are ways to make it easier. I definitely don't like to bring on bring on any carry-ons. I like to keep it simple. I don't want to clutter my space where I'm sitting. How do you feel about a carry-on? So I don't bring anything that goes in the overhead bin because I can't reach. Yeah. Um, unless I have to. And remember, I, I'm short, so I don't need the leg room. So I usually do bring something that goes underneath the seat in front of me. And it also gives me something to put my feet on because my feet don't always touch the ground. Oh, good point. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> have, See, have you ever Right. Have you ever used the customer size policy at Southwest Airlines and got the extra free seat? No, I never have. It's so cool the way it works now. You long haul flight, I might. Yeah. Yeah, it just gives you and the person in your row a little bit more space and more space for everybody to put their stuff and. um it's free. And, you know, this person was telling me on my Facebook page, well, that's just rude. You know, that's, that's your shortchanging the airline. And I started doing some research and I saw that Southwest Airlines is actually kicking ass right now. And in 2014, they made $1.1 billion with a B. And last quarter, they earned something like $592 million just in the fourth quarter. So, I'm thinking this customer size policy is actually working out really well for them. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I, you know, it, here's it, the thing about Southwest. They generally treat people like humans. And, yes, you may have to, you know, pick your own seat and things like that, but I've never had bad customer service with Southwest. 
Yeah, me neither. I've definitely heard lots of horror stories from friends, but I've always had a really good experience, and um, especially since they created the customer size policy. And I don't even feel bad at all for getting that free seat because, look, they're the ones that shrunk all the seats. They're the ones that commodified all of us and tried to cram as many people in there and make the seats as small as possible. So I'm blaming the process. I'm not blaming people, if you need an extra chair, you need an extra chair. And some people need two extra chairs, and that's okay, too. If they don't like that, then they shouldn't take our money. They should set a policy right up front that says, you know, if you, whatever, can't fit in this, like they do the little suitcase, right? <laughs> if your suitcase right. can't fit here, it won't fit in under. inches wide. Go measure yep, a person's butt. It's not that big. Yeah, I know. I know. So anyway, yeah, there's so many ways. And I, I mean, I know... Like I said in my blog, I know um, I'll probably lose my feminist card for saying this, but honestly, I try to put a smile on my face when I'm at the airport. I try to dress, you know, kind of in a nice way, maybe even bright, just because I don't, I know this is me being an overachiever. This is me being like a good fatty or whatever, but I am a big person. You know, I'm a size 26, 28 bottom. I'm just trying to break the ice as nicely as I can with the people who I'm going to rely on to be very kind to me for the next few hours. So I do put a little care in my appearance and my hair and, and the look on my face because, honestly, I, I could kill people with my looks. And so I'm aware of that. And when I'm at the airport, I try to put a fucking smile on my face. Now, if somebody else told me to smile, I would punch them. But it's just something I do. <laughs> I know not, not everybody has to do that, but it's just something I do. Hey, my last flight, the guy next to me lifted up the seat between us and said, this is probably more comfortable for you. Oh. So there are good guys, there are good people out there, so. Very cool. That's nice, Dana. Thank you for sharing your your tips, and thank you for for sharing that. It's nice to hear when you hear a good story once in a while. Exactly. Exactly. All right, Crystal, good luck. Thanks, Chica. Bye. Thanks for all the – all right, bye. Bye. Thanks, Dana. Some of you might recognize Dana as one of our Curvy Girl cover girls. She models at our fashion shows, and she models our laundry for us sometimes. And uh, that was her calling in. That was a nice surprise. So thanks, Dana. So, okay, so, yeah, I wrote this blog. It's on my uh, curvygirlinc.com, and it's curvygirlinc.com, tips for flying while fat. But if you just go to Google and you just type in tips for for flying while fat on Curvy Girl's blog, it'll come right up. And it's a photo of those dreaded airline seats, you know, as soon as I – get close to the airport, I can feel my, my, my heart racing because I know it's going to be hellish for the next few hours. And, um, yeah, so I just try to put my smile on as best I can. But I do have a really good resting bitch face. And like I said, I, I can kill people with my looks, with my eyeballs. So I try to not be, I try to not be on edge when I'm at the airport but it's hard. I know it's hard. And nobody has to smile. Nobody has to. You're always welcome to have a resting bitch face around me. I love them myself. But it's something I do at the airport because, again, I know I'm, I'm an overachiever. And um, it just, for me, I just try to have the best attitude I can because it's not fun. And um, so the customer size thing from Southwest is pretty awesome. And I need to update my blog so I need to remember to say this. But every time I have a great flying experience, 
I go to their Twitter and I go to their web page and I go do the little uh, note where I say, hey, I'm a person of sight. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate what you all do for us. And I had a great flight on this flight and that flight and this flight attendant was great and that flight attendant was great. I try to always make time after every flight to go and just say thank you to them because as far as I know, they have the most liberal customer size um, policy and I'm so, so grateful. Because honestly, I stopped flying for a really long time because I was just like, this is such a nightmare. And I just didn't want to go anywhere because I was like, ah, oh, this is going to suck. I know I don't fit in the seat. I can't put the side arms down. And, you know, unless I'm flying with somebody I know and love, I don't really love encroaching on other people's space. And I felt bad and had all that internalized fat phobia about going, man, I really shouldn't take up this person's space. They paid money for it too. Then I was like, you know what? Screw all of them. The airline did this to themselves. The airline did this to all of us. So anyway, so Southwest Airlines has this really cool policy. When you're flying with them, you can either, A, buy two tickets and then get reimbursed for the second ticket, and they have some special little workarounds to do this in such a way so that you will get a refund. Um, something about changing your name around, blah, blah, blah. But it's all on their webpage, and if you Google around flying while fat, you'll find all kinds of these tips. Here's what I do, though. I buy my ticket on Southwest Airlines. 24 hours before my flight, I do the online check-in. 24 hours before my flight, I also call 1-800-I-FLY-SWA. 800-I-FLY-SWA. I talk to a person, and sometimes they're like, oh, you no need to call, there's nothing we can do. And other times I'll get somebody and they're like, no problem, I'll notate the account, I'll notate the ticket, yada, yada, and then... I always arrive early. I don't like rushing. I don't like having to run really fast through the airport. I don't really like to have to um, be frazzled when I get there. I want to feel calm and cool and collected. So I arrive way too early, but I just bring my computer everywhere I go, and then I get there super early. I'll just go get to the Starbucks. I'll get on my laptop, and I'll get some work done because I would be doing it at home anyway. And then um, right as soon as I get there, either like where I drop off my suitcase at the curbside or once I get to the gate or both. Um, sometimes I've had really good luck at curbside in San Jose Airport and the, the curbside people they will just give me my boarding pass and the extra boarding pass. I just say hi, I'm one of Southwest person person of size. I'll need that extra seat and nobody bats an eye anymore and they all just print it out and then I have two boarding passes. They take my suitcase. I go to you know my gate. I check in again Hi there, I got one of those extra boarding passes, just FYI. Sometimes I pre-board, sometimes I don't. Um, but a lot of times what I will do when I'm sitting there waiting for my flight is I will look for other rad fatties. And I'll say something like, hey, curvy girl, um, I've got an extra ticket, an extra seat. Would you like to sit in my aisle? We'll both have an empty seat in the middle. And most people are really excited to have an empty seat in the middle and um, sometimes people are a little bit put off by me because I'm a little too forward for them. Nobody really wants to talk to random strangers at the airport. I get that. So sometimes I'm just like, I try to do it in a way that won't be too creepy or too like, hey, I'm going to chat your ear off for the next hour and a half. <laughs> I'm really not. I just want to find another fatty to come sit in my row. That way we can really take up a bunch of space and we'll, the two of us will have an extra seat in the middle and nobody, as they walk by, are going to go like, oh, can I sit there because there's no way – they're going to want to sit between the two of us fatties because, you know, we're like lepers and, ew, who wants to touch our fat, right? <laughs> oh, if they only knew. 
But anyway, that's one of the weird things I do. I know not everybody's up for that, but sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes I'll try to, like if I see a mother with a newborn or a small child, I'll be like, hey, can you guys, could we sit in the same row? And then that way, hopefully, you know, she sits on the one aisle or on the window and the, the small person sits in the middle, and then I sit on the aisle. And that way, the, it kind of like, you know, puzzle pieces, big, little, big. Um, so I've been known to do all kinds of things just to try to get it more comfortable for me, and so it's not so much of a um, battle royale. Um, but you don't even have to do that anymore because they will give you a free boarding pass. And just let me just tell you guys, for all intents and purposes, you put that in the extra seat that you want to reserve to keep empty. And as people walk by and they ask you, may I sit there? You say, oh, no, I'm sorry, I bought two tickets. They don't know that you paid for it or not, but you can pay for it ahead of time. Like I said, I don't, but you can. And then they go, oh, okay. So I'm like, look, here, person, I have two, t- two tickets. I pay for them both. This is my seat. And nobody knows if you paid or not, and then they just keep on moving. Um, hopefully, you know, they're thinking to themselves, okay, this that person chose to have an extra seat so that they're not going to make me uncomfortable or whatever it is, you know, I don't know, whatever they're thinking about us. Um, but, yeah, so as they keep passing, I just – I, I try to do my work, but if I see somebody kind of really glaring at this extra seat, then I will just say, oh, oh sorry, it's taken, or I'll tell them my seatmate to say that it's taken, it's paid for, I paid for this extra seat. And then we have that extra seat in the middle usually between us and it stays free. But, you know, eye contact, oh, no, it's paid for, it's my seat. Um, sorry, that seat's reserved. Um, no matter how persistent people try to, to be, I, I almost always sit at the front of the plane um, something you guys might not know, but at the back of the plane, the seats start to get even a little bit smaller. Um, so I like to sit in the front also because I like to get off the plane as soon as possible. And um, I just want to get on and get off. So I get a seat maybe like in row three or four, and then that way I can get off as soon as possible because I'm dying for some fresh air as soon as that plane lands. Um, and like I said, the, the back seats are known to be a tiny bit smaller. And I just I hate waiting on there. I get start to get a little bit claustrophobic and I just want to get off the plane like everybody else. And so if you sit up front, you get off more quickly. Okay, so now let's talk about seatbelt extenders. Everybody is so worried about asking for a seatbelt extender. I shouldn't say everybody. I know a lot of people are not worried. Um, I am not worried. I do not mind asking for a seatbelt extender. I do not mind if everybody hears me asking for a seatbelt extender. There's no way if you look at me, you just know. She will not fit in a regular seatbelt. Why am I going to try to be all coy about it? Look. It's clear I'm fat. I have a large butt, a large tummy, large thighs. I need a seatbelt extender. I find no shame in that. It's just like asking for a blanket or a pillow, like one of the people said on my uh, Facebook page. It's just another thing that you need to make you comfortable and, by the way, to keep you safe, which is their number one imperative to keep you safe. So do not feel shy about asking for a seatbelt extender. It's just a really common thing, you guys. 59.5% of American women are size 14 or larger. There's, this is, we, are, we, are the, we are the norm. We are the majority. We are the typical body. So they just still have it backwards. It just ha- that we haven't, the times have not caught up with us. So don't be ashamed. However, because I'm, I like to be very prepared when I fly, I do own my own seatbelt extenders. Now, the FAA will tell you that they do not want you having your own seatbelt extenders. I... I am uh, not fond of rules. I prefer to call them guidelines. So I bought my own seatbelt extender from uh, Amazon. 
And when I bought them, it came in a pair, one for Southwest Airlines, which is unique, and then one is supposed to be for all other airlines. I've only tried it on two other airlines, the, uh, the non-Southwest Airlines one, so I don't really know if it does work for all airlines, but um, the Southwest Airlines works great. And I just, again, I like to be prepared, so I have it in my purse with me, and I just put it on. As soon as I get seated, I put it on, and I, I'm there. I don't ever plan on getting up to go to the bathroom. I don't like to pee on an airplane. Sorry, I take a sip of water. Peeing on the airplane is a nightmare for me. Again, most of my weight is in my butt and hips and thighs. So getting in there is like, it's worse than those porta potties, you know. And it's, it's not as smelly as a porta potty, but it's a little bit smaller, hard to wash your hands. It's just, oh, it's so difficult for me. I have to go in, stand up straight, close the door, turn, spin, and spin in place, pull my pants down, try not to pee all over my pants, which I've had that happen before. If you have a big butt, you know what I'm talking about. And, um, then sit down on the toilet, try to wipe, good luck with that, and then try to pull my pants back up, try to wash my hands, stand in place, open the door, try to back out. It's just not fun for me. Again, big old butt. So um, those bathrooms on the airlines are tiny, and I just don't drink a lot of liquids before. Also, another thing, another tip, I like to fly early in the day as opposed to late at night. If you're flying to Vegas, there's all kinds of tricks to avoiding the, the nightmare mass people. Uh, Friday nights and Sunday nights are the worst nights to fly in and out of Vegas because everybody's flying in and out of Vegas those days. So I try hard to fly on weekdays and during the mornings, not at night when people are just desperate to get home. Look, I have been on a Southwest Airlines flight before where because of my big button, because I needed the customer size extra seat, someone did get bumped. But you know what? They volunteered. In fact, they had about six people volunteer. Because when you volunteer to get bumped, you get all kinds of freebies from the airlines. Some people make it like their job to go around flying places to try and get bumped. So, again, I don't feel bad. The airlines put us in this position, not us. And um, if they weren't trying so hard to be so greedy to make so much money, they might be, I might feel a little bad, but I don't because they're the ones who made the seats so small. So, again, having to get over all of our inner dialogue that we have about being um, – we have this, a lot of us have an internalized fat phobia. So get your – I think just get your own um, seatbelt extender for me. It makes my life so much easier. Call ahead, get there early, sit up front, buy your tickets on nights that aren't going to be crazy busy. You know, maybe wear something that maybe invites conversation, like a T-shirt that says Curvy Girl or a T-shirt that says Fat Brat or um, I don't know, maybe something sassy like, yes, I know I'm fat. I mean... You know, it's like people who are tall, I'm sure they get so annoyed. People asking, wow, you're really tall. What's the weather like up there? Sometimes people, tall people wear shirts that say, um, I see small people, just to kind of be a conversation starter. Something I like to do as well, but again, overachiever here. So um, make sure you go to Flying While Fat. It's a Facebook group that's um, admined by Stacey Bias. And Stacey Bias also created this amazing documentary called Flying While Fat. And it's amazing. It's like sad though. So just be warned if you watch it, it can uh, you'll hear a lot of the negative things that people say, and um, it's it can be a little bit uh, upsetting. Um, I, on my blog, I did create, I did uh, add a link about how long are seatbelts on your airplane, so you can check, check, definitely check out all the different airlines and what they how long their seatbelts are. Um, I included at the bo very bottom of my blog some tips from our readers, and so we got all kinds of fun stuff from people like. Um, Joe and Elizabeth and Douglas 
and Bill, Bill suggested that you have the passenger size policy either on your phone or printed out because sometimes some of the flight attendants are not. Um, Robin added that um, you can purchase the two tickets if you want to, and um, if you're flying in an airline that has assigned seats, go to the, the counter and inquire if the flight is full. And ask for a seat change, probably in the back. Will there be an ex there'll be an ex empty seat, and um, it won't work if the flight's full. She said. So anyway, I'm sorry, I didn't read that very well, but it's on my blog. Um, all kinds of fun tips, and I'm sure there's even more that we all can do because um, let's help each other. Let's help each other to make this more smooth. And if you see a fatty at the airport, give them a nice smile because you know how much anxiety they're going through too. But just like we all are, and um. I mean, I, something I kind of do anyway when I'm out and about and I see other fatties, I try to, like, give them a thumbs up or a smile or a, hey, girl, look at you, look how cute you are. Um, just anything to um, make somebody's day a little bit better because it's not easy out there when, you're, when you live in a large body. All right, you guys, I'm that way just with my voice, so I'm going to hang up. And um, if you have any more tips or ideas you want to share, go to my blog, curvygirlinc.com. Type in the, the words flying while fat in the search bar and you'll find my blog. And please add a Facebook post at the bottom of the blog too. So thanks you guys. Hope you guys have a great 4th of July and I'll talk with you soon.